a little bit of the bubbly. Give me a hell yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me on this Saturday evening, afternoon, evening, it's 4.30, the big homie, Mark Sanger, and the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Fellas, a lot happened this week. Four, four, four shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. I would like to start on just just a miserable night for me. The Monday Night Raw main event. Oh. Drew McIntyre beats Keith Lee in what I thought was a very good match. Yep. And then who is the highlight of Legends Raw? None other than Bill Goldberg. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Threw up in my mouth when I saw Goldberg come back. I was like, "You gotta be freaking kidding me!" Didn't hate it, <laughs> really. For the first time in, I don't even know how long. I did not hate it. It was just, I usually can't stand it when this happens when Goldberg or Brock show up, and it's just, Raw needs change. Raw needs something different, and like, I don't support the part timer showing up winning the belt, but like, right now we could use it. Anything different, I'm here for. I get I get your reasoning behind that, but it's just you can't like I don't want to see Goldberg anymore. Like I'm That's doing, fine. I'm done with like if they could bring back someone that I could I could I, I would have much rather honestly I would rather see Triple H do it. You know, at least like but it's I mean look I yeah I, I guess know. I but it's just like I don't want to see Goldberg anymore. Here's the thing, like they could just like Keith Lee win. They could have just had AJ win last week, they could have had the Miz win the cash, like just change. It's not. It's not Drew's fault. I want to like get that out. Like I'm not blaming Drew McIntyre at all. Like he has become a star throughout this, but I don't care anymore at the moment of him being the champion. Like they I gave agree. it to Randy for a minute, then he took it right back. Like you got to do something different. Raw is not watchable, and we got to just mix it up. Whether it's Drew does not need the title. I think for me the biggest issue is just who the guy is. That it's Goldberg after. Uh, so the last thing he did on TV, he jobbed to Strowman, which they will not talk about because they, he came back and it's like, oh my God, Goldberg, who's going to stop Goldberg? Braun Strowman beat him in three minutes. And I hate Braun Strowman, but come on. So you have, he lost that. He squashed the Fiend. He almost killed the Undertaker. Uh, what did he do before that? I don't even uh, know. Was that Brock before Kevin Owens? Brock? Kevin, no, did, is, did he not come back in between all of that? Um, Maybe, yeah. And then nothing since the Kevin Owens and Brock stuff, which again, not great. <laughs> this guy, time and time again, has just been given main events and loads of money on the basis of what? It, is he a draw? Yeah, clearly, we keep doing it. But it, is he though? Because... I feel like the over, the overall reaction is uh Goldberg. And and if I'm wrong, you can tell me, but I like I obviously I get Mark, you were like, no, I didn't hate it. But that's gotta be how the majority of people feel. And the word is that everybody backstage 
except for Vince McMahon. It's just like, I don't, I don't know about it. And, but he's so adamant with bringing Goldberg in. Like I, at first it was cool. When it, when he first came back, I was like, Oh shit, Goldberg's back. This is awesome. But now like we, the continuation that we kept seeing it, him in Saudi Arabia, him fighting the undertaker, him, especially just because of how bad he's been. Yeah, exactly. It has not been good. And it's just like, it's it's not going to be a match. They're not going to have like a a five star, like, slobber knocker amazing match we know that going in like we're not expecting that and I, I get that i get what you guys are saying but it's i don't know it's I, he, he's obviously still a draw whether we like it or not like he'll always be a draw it's just the nature of the beast with guys like him and brock's not really in that category but you know what i mean like those two guys brock, brock at least is going to get you a good match yeah, yeah but only if he's motivated and like he probably wouldn't be in this scenario so it's because you said that matt you said you'd rather be brock but like Brock doesn't do anything. But but Brock Drew, we've seen. We've seen the story. We don't need that again. I agree. Um, Just in, again, for me, just in the sense that anybody but this guy. Yeah. Um, And at first. If he wins, he's a placeholder to Mania. If he loses, it just gets you through with the Rumble. Well, that's what I was going to say. At first, as it happened, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my. Well, first off, I'm thinking, because he said something like, I'm not just challenging you or whatever. Or I'm not just going to take it. So I thought, oh, my God, he's going to win the Rumble, <laughs> which would just it ruins the year because it's the one time a year where it's universally loved. And you put a guy like that in it. And the story runs through him. Miserable. Yeah. But he's he's fighting Drew McIntyre. My immediate reaction. Oh, my God, he's going to win the championship and go into Mania as the champion. But the, as I've had almost a week to sit on it. I'm now have been thinking, all right, maybe this is so they can continue to establish Drew McIntyre, which I think isn't necessary. No, they whether don't. it's Goldberg, whether it's you claim you said Triple H, whoever the guy is, I don't think he needs it anymore. No, I he's established. I've yeah. said it for weeks. He's the number one guy in the company. You know what? You want to say Roman Reigns one A one B fine, but he's the guy. He yeah. doesn't need the monumental win over Goldberg. Look, did you see when he beat Goldberg? They don't need that. He already has that. He beat Brock Lesnar for the championship. That's enough. And he's held the title long enough. You have that match. And another thing, if he does beat Goldberg, who is next? Who wrestles McIntyre at the Rumble? At (laughs) WrestleMania, rather. Is it Brock? Do they run back Keith Lee? I have no idea. Well, I I think Goldberg wins it at the Rumble, unfortunately unfortunately and whether they do something like drew versus goldberg at mania or like whoever wins the uh whoever wins the rumble they do like a triple threat it's like oh this guy beat Drew mcintyre and goldberg to win the title it's you know i i I don't know where they're gonna go with this when it comes down to on the road to wrestlemania listen the other part of it is we all know the chase is better than the actual reign so yeah. You give Goldberg the belt here for two months, and then you make the chase between Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, whoever else you want to throw in the mix, and like they're, they're fighting to see who fights Goldberg at Mania. I think there's value in that. I know that's the match no one wants to see at WrestleMania, but I don't know. It's The chase is good. If they wanted to make that the chase and make Drew fight him at Mania and try to get the title back, I think that works too. I just feel like with the amount of talent they have on their roster, they have – Arguably the greatest roster they've ever had. It's incredibly deep between just between Raw and SmackDown, not even counting NXT. There is so much talent. 
and nobody gets used. Why isn't like we're sitting here and say Goldberg didn't happen mm-hmm. and McIntyre beats Keith Lee and you're thinking, all right, who's the next man up? There's nobody to challenge Drew McIntyre. There's obviously Keith Lee, go, you would think, goes to the back of the line, but you wouldn't be surprised if they continue, continue to draw it out. I guess you have AJ again, or you have Miz and Morrison with the briefcase, maybe a Sheamus. But I don't know. Those are all st- – right, but I'm thinking guys on Raw. But all those three, four guys I just mentioned on Raw are people who have been a part of this story for months. That's kind of the issue but, that you find when you have one guy hold the belt for so long. And my my overarching point here is that you don't have legitimate stars. You have a handful of guys. And the reason for that is this Legends Night. Because you, you, they can t- once or twice a year, like clockwork, Whoa, Legends Raw, old school, Raw reunion, whatever it is. And you see on the headline, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, D-Generation X, Ric Flair. And these people continue to come back. You saw the, um, the Mustafa Ali promo on talk, uh, not Talking Smack, whatever it is, Raw Talk, when he said the whole thing, you know, what, what, did he, what did he say exactly? It was, you know, they've all left this path, but we're not allowed to walk it. Yeah, that was a great line. He said, they paved the way, and I respect that. When, when am I allowed to walk on this? That, that was a really great line. And if you look ahead, so after, let's go from the Attitude Era on. After that, the handful of superstars you had, not include, I would say, Triple H, but say he was already in the Attitude Era. You have Cena, Batista, Orton, Brock, and that's probably it. You know what I mean? So in that next era, those are your handful of guys and the Cena's and the Orton's and Batista, all those guys, it carried through and you continue to have, oh, look, the legends, all the guys I said earlier who were on this Raw, to, uh, Raw Legends night. In 20 years, when the guys who are promoted for ten, this week's Legends Night, when they're all gone, whether they're, I hate to say it, dead or just in no shape to be on television. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to be more, but I'm just saying when they're, no, when oh, they're yeah. no longer capable of bringing them to Raw. And you have Cena, who already looks like he's going the way of The Rock and isn't going to be the guy that shows up twice a year on Raw. And you have Batista, who's an actor doing other stuff. When Randy Orton's the only guy you can think of, and you look at the next era, with the exception of maybe the Shield guys, who have they built where you can say, oh, remember that era? Well, no, they built nobody because it was still Orton and Brock and Goldberg, and they never let anybody come up the ranks and establish themselves, with the exception of really Daniel Bryan is the only guy. Yeah. Otherwise you have these guys who they could bring back and you'd be like, Oh, remember, remember Cesaro. And he'd be like in the Tatanka spot. Yeah. Just like a body. I, you throw the new day in that category. I too. Say, I think you have the new day. I think you have Braun Strowman could be like a big show type of return guy that he comes back and has like his fun. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you excited for when the big show comes on TV anymore. No, but I think yeah. he spot here and they built him up properly in that sense. I mean, the New Day, the Shield, 
that's probably it. There's very few. It's, and it's sad to say because there are a lot of guys who have talent like that. You know, a guy like Kevin Owens, a guy like uh, even Finn Balor to an extent, AJ Styles to an extent. I mean, yeah, AJ Styles made it. AJ Styles and Finn Balor made their made their names on the indie scene. But it's like you're not gonna. It's like, oh yeah, Finn Balor, he was a champion once, or AJ Styles, he had a nice you know two year run with with the WWE. It was. It's not that memorable, except for the guys like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and the New Day. I gotta say, Clem, those are two poor examples, but. Um... But the lower down the card you go, someone like, and I hate to get all, oh, work rate, hooray. Someone like Ricochet and Mustafa Ali, or I'm just trying to, or Cesaro, Nakamura, just people who are on the roster who have loads and loads of talent that aren't even close, that are barely on television, let alone looking at some sort of mid-card main event scene. And unfortunately, this in my head, I literally wrote down, I wrote Legends Raw a flop because that's how I felt it was. Mm-hmm. It drew a huge rating. Yeah, because you, of course, it's because that's all it was. It was a ratings grab. They, you know, they've been, they've been losing to AEW. I mean, they, that's all it was. Yeah, people want to see The Rock, people want to see uh, who came back. I mean, who was advertised? Excuse me, losing AEW. I feel like eight. I feel like well. I mean, in the ratings, I mean, Raw and SmackDown are still winning, but like when it comes no, to AEW beating Raw a couple weeks ago, AEW beat all three hours of Raw. Really? Yeah. In the ratings. Yeah. I thought it was just like generals and shell. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Oh no, the ratings. Um, I think it was only one time, but it was. It might have been. It was either the last or second to last week of December. Was it the the tribute show? No, the week before that. Well, I think the tribute show also, but it might the week before that. Hmm. That makes sense for the tribute show. But yeah, it's like it, it was these rating grabs. It's just like you don't want, you don't care about it. And it was there were a lot of people advertised who you haven't seen in a while. Like Carlito was advertised. Carlito, who also didn't show up because he said, "Look, I'm not traveling halfway across the country during a pandemic to be in the background for a 10 second shot." Yeah, and it wasn't even like the only real legend that got some spotlight was Hulk Hogan, I guess Tori Wilson, you can say, and that was real, and Goldberg. That was and really Flair real. because of the tie-in with Charlotte. But Flair, but, but Flair we see at once every three months now, so it's not even like, oh, oh Flair's back, like... You know, he's not special anymore. He gets verbally assaulted every single time he shows up. It's like... <laughs> And the Randy Orton bits, yeah, he get Randy Orton went to town on Ric Flair, and then the Mark Henry bit where he was just where he was on the scooter. I guess he's hurt. Yeah, roll on out of here. Yeah, whatever. And it was like, that's how you're gonna use Randy Orton, the Legend Killer, on Legends Night. You figure, if anything, that's the story. He was verbally bullying everyone backstage. And then the at least the saving. At least the saving grace could be if Goldberg, if you want to use Goldberg, he cuts a promo on Randy Orton about how he's disrespectful and he, you know, all this stuff. But instead, he cut that promo on the guy who has nothing but respect for the legends. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, it was just so stupid. I'm like, I'm listening to He was like, you have no respect. I feel like Drew has respect for everyone. Like, it made no sense whatsoever. And And then they didn't time it right. The show went off the air. What are they doing? 
garbage. That's what they're doing. Absolute. It's garbage. so true, though. Like they got Molina. Molina's kind of a big deal to get back, and they had her just do the lucha they thing. It's like lucha. I also enjoy that. Yeah, Molina with Kalisto, Metalik and Dorado are still calling themselves a lucha house party. Still doing the lucha, which A was Kalisto's. B, it's his voice on the music, and he just isn't a part of them anymore. Um, I didn't know they were still a thing. But it, the it, two it, of them together. They got a big win against Shelton Benjamin and Cedric, and then Metalik wrestled for the Cruiserweight title in NXT. Since the Elimination Chamber last year, I've been all for a Lucha House Party title run because I see. Here's the thing: I hate the Lucha House Party yeah. as a thing, but the members of the of the stable I really like. Yes, I I agree with you. They so just that- need to not be the Lucha House Party. They need to just be. Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. Yeah. Which, if you saw NXT this week, Grand Metalik, unsuccessful in the Cruiserweight title match, but he's super good. Very good. And that's why I said, since I saw them in the, like, I've never been a Lucha House Party fan, but when I watched them in the Elimination Camera match, I'm like, oh, man, they're fantastic. And I love everything they were doing. And maybe that's the, you know, the Lucha style wrestling or whatnot. But I loved it. And I was like, Do you, I want these guys for a title run. Lucha House Party, dumb name. But give them a title run. Yeah, the stable's horrendous. Uh, I, have two, I have two other points for Raw. Uh, the first one is that Shayna Baszler jobbed to Dana Brooke. <laughs> and then Dana and Mandy Rose punked her out. What's that about? I don't care. You guys like Shayna. I think it's hilarious. It doesn't matter to me in the slightest. Because it's, again, and this happens with every single NXT call. You know, they build up these people, these wrestlers on NXT to be these badass wrestlers, whether it's male or female. And they've usually done a good job with the female wrestlers. But it, it, with, with Shayna, it's just like they missed the whole they missed the whole show with her. It's well, like what have done. <laughs> Go, Mark. They have just booked her like atrociously wrong since day one. From yeah. Her. She, she should have taken the title off of Becky. She yeah. should. I'm sorry. First, she bit Becky's neck and made her like a weird vampire for a day. Then she should have taken the belt off Becky. Like all the writing was on the wall. It, like it should have happened. She didn't, which I was happy about because I love Becky. I don't like her, but like it still didn't make sense. And obviously, Becky left. That screams have her win the briefcase and it's like have her win that. She didn't win that. They gave that to Asuka. And then. They had the elimination chamber thing too, where like she was booked terribly in that, where everyone hated that. She won, she killed everyone, but like no one liked it. She just killed the riot squad for like ten minutes. Like it was, they had just done her wrong every step of the way. They made her the tag t- title champion. No one cared about that. It's just and, and now Lana's off TV. I don't th- I don't even remember if Nia Jax was on TV, which I enjoy that Shannon Baszler just forget the tag team, let her do her own thing. But Clem, to to answer your whole point about the um, the handling of NXT call ups. What you've done, what you've accomplished at NXT, unfortunately, means nothing on exactly. Raw. Which it should be, because if it's like, because if we're treating it as, you know, the same brand, or even if it is like the minor leagues for the WWE, I know it's not really, but it kind of is to an, to an extent. And like you figure, oh, you know, it's like even with, you know, baseball call ups, like you figure, oh, you know, whoever's doing good in, he hit three ten in Triple A. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it really. But in NXT, it really doesn't matter because, as we've seen in the past two or three years, guys like Andrade, 
Alistair Black, Shayna Baszler now to an extent. It's like they treat it as if you are if NXT doesn't exist. You are a completely different person, brand new to every single person watching the show. And the thing is, too, with Shayna, like I don't like her, but I acknowledge she's a really good talent. And with the women's division, how there's no one there, it was a layup. It was yeah. a layup to make her come. Like it's different with these other guys, like you said, Alice Black. They're joining a, like an upper mid card of so many people. So it's like it's just not the same thing. But with Shayna comes on Raw. There was Becky and Charlotte. There was no one else when she showed. It's like because like, it takes so much to leapfrog Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose or and Lacey Evans or oh no we. Hey, my girl Lacey. I Evans. Know, I I understand and I like her too, but the spot she was in, it's like no, this is back of the line, Shayna Baszler. Like, like she's new inspiration is to be uh, Charlotte's stepmom. So whatever gets her on TV, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> if that's the story and if that's why Ric Flair is going to be on TV, I'm all for it. Yeah, but like it's just so crazy that like they just it's like oh the only good wrestlers we really have are Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Asuka right now. Becky, Becky aside because he's I have zero interest in Asuka. I've told you this for months. They've killed any interest I had in Asuka. The title reign has been horrendous. Her since since she lost to uh, Charlotte at WrestleMania 34, which by far I still think was in a fantastic match between Charlotte and Asuka, they made. Since that point, they made Asuka like a regular wrestler. They not like this dominant force that she was on NXT. They had built her back up. She had a solid run between then and now. But now it's just, why do I care? It's the same type of deal as, you know, last night we were talking about the Street Profits holding the titles for like 10 months. They lost them last night. But what what do we care about the Street Profits? Like last the other day when you said, oh, tag team of the year, I guess the Street Profits because they've been the champions yeah. for nine months. But what have they done? We don't care. I mean, that just shows you, too, how little, like, the division matters. If they had this reign for, like, a year and they just dropped on a random SmackDown to Dolphin Drew. It's, uh, the Dolphin, Dolphin Rude, yeah. Who the hell cares? It wasn't at all a big deal. They should have dropped it to a, a legitimate tag team at a big pay-per-view. It should have been a big moment. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it just, again, like, it's just not good stuff. Like, it is the product they've been putting out weekly. And, again, just – but the crazy thing is, Matt, like you mentioned, like, you know, it's like they forget about anything that happened on NXT. But it's like when they get called up, it's like, oh, Keith Lee, he was the North American champion and the NXT champion. Or the Street Profits, they were the NXT tag champions. Like, they mentioned that stuff. But it's just like, oh, yeah. Like, can I cut you off? Yes, you can. For Keith Lee, the majority of it was – Remember his Survivor Series last year? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember when he stepped to Brock Lesnar in the Rumble? It, was, it wasn't even, oh, yeah, he was the double champion. He beat Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT. No, it was, remember these things he did when he was on our main program? Yeah. I think it makes sense to do that, though. I think you can talk about NXT also, but for the mainstream fan, they don't watch NXT. Like, that's what they know him from. But, that, but at least, and, and for that, obviously, you'd bring those things up, but... For someone who doesn't know Keith Lee. Yeah, no, you're right. I care about Keith Lee. Oh, well, you know, he was the first double champion, singles champion in NXT history. He he uh, finished the longest reign in NXT champion history. Adam Cole dropped the title to him. He did this. He did this. You didn't get any of that. Um, And you never do. And those those excuses could have been made when... Eight, when uh, NXT was on ju- was on, just on the WWE Network. Now it's on main TV. This is a weekly... It's on the same channels, Rob. Exactly. Right. So there should be no excuse as to, 
oh, we don't know Keith Lee, or we don't know who Adam Cole is, or we don't know who Kyle O'Reilly is. There's no excuse really for that anymore. Still not in that light, and it never will be. Like it's it's just kind of the reality of the situation. No, exactly. Which which is terrible. I have one more point for Raw before we move on. Uh, it's not even a point. It's just another thing that happened. Uh, so Riddle beat Lashley after the ref didn't see Riddle tap. They kind of played it off that Riddle was smart enough to tap behind his back, but Lashley would know, so he let go. And then he rolled up Riddle, uh, rolled up Lashley. I got to think Riddle's going to take the title off Lashley. At some point, yeah. It wouldn't make sense if he didn't, but I can so see Lashley just winning at the Rumble. Are they having a match at the Rumble? Is that... I'd imagine that's what's assuming. Yeah. Uh, I, I would think that they have a match at the Rumble, then they both enter the Rumble or something like that. And one thing about about Oscar, Matt, like, I feel like it's similar to Drew. Like it's definitely not her fault. There's there's no no, no of course no not telling storyline. Yeah, there's nothing for her. Yeah. Like we know Oscar is a great wrestler. The same thing with Drew. We know Drew is a great wrestler. It's just that these storylines have been, eh, they've not been good. And you know, to an extent, like with Oscar, especially, like you see, you see the same stuff over and over and over again. And especially with this title run since. When May it's been that, uh, yeah, I guess middle of May, yeah, middle of May that she got the title and it's just, well, she dropped it to Sasha for a second, yeah. But again, that was it was oh, it was Sasha and Bailey, Sasha and Bailey going back and forth with Asuka. And it was like, okay, but like build up someone else, give Lacey like a month with the title, or give Nikki a month with the title, Mandy, someone, someone who's somewhat credible. You and know? I hate to say that, and I hate to say this, Clem, they were they were building up Lana. And then they just took her off TV. I, that's a good thing, though. That, <laughs> that wasn't a legitimate buildup. That was like a comedy thing. I don't know what it would have been, but at least she, like, not to me, not to us. We didn't really care. But to a lot of people, people were like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of invested in this. It was at least somebody. I wasn't. I didn't like it. But my point is that they spent all this time on it and then dropped it. Is she actually hurt? I don't know. I so. She in her TikToks, she's like showing like she's like in a like a cast or whatever. So big TikTok guy. So that's why I know. So the uh the said that <laughs> but um but yeah, they don't build up some of these women. It's like the same stuff over and over and over again. Like Lacey Evans, we know is a great talent. Nikki Cross, great talent. Bianca Belair, great talent. Like let's see Bianca Belair, they're building up. She's yeah. probably going to win the Rumble. But she lost to, she lost to Bailey a couple weeks ago. Like, that's not what yeah, you do. That's okay. Is it, though? You, you can lose to Bailey. Bailey's yeah, okay. Bailey's the, uh, Bailey's the number one woman on the roster. I would still put her over Sasha Banks, even though she's the champion. That's just my opinion. Uh, anyway, we'll move to SmackDown. Um, so they had a gauntlet match. Winner faces Roman at the Rumble. And the way SmackDown started out, they were like, oh, Adam Pierce, we, we're sick of you. Paul Heyman, I, they literally said, Paul Heyman pulled some strings and they've got him in the gauntlet match, Adam Pierce. So, what you mean to tell, I didn't watch it. So, what you mean to tell me is that Paul Heyman, who's just really a manager right now, can pull strings to get a WWD executive yeah, the guy who runs it. Yeah, I don't the know. Guy who runs basically who's basically the SmackDown GM, I guess you could say. Unofficial. Unofficial SmackDown GM. He could pull some strings to get him into a the WWE Gauntlet match. Full disclosure, the actual segment where they announced that he was going to be in the match 
I was watching the Knicks. And then I went, flipped back, and I heard them say, and Adam Pierce is going to be in the gauntlet match. Like, I heard at the, I saw the opening promo when they were like, you should be in the match, whatever, whatever. And then the next thing I saw, I missed when it was official. And then later I heard Michael Cole say, and Adam Pierce is going to be in the match. Um, so I don't get it. I read, I went back, I read, and it seems it was just, yeah, you know, Paul Heyman got it done. Um, I think my favorite part of the show is when Michael Cole said, Adam Pierce wasn't even good enough to get to the WWE. I hate that. Um, just because, you know, anything that happened outside of this company doesn't matter. Um, so Adam Pierce, the last guy in the gauntlet match, it started Mysterio beat Sami Zayn and then Nakamura beat Mysterio, Corbin and Daniel Bryan. And then Daniel Bryan and Nakamura shook each other's hands and it looks like Nakamura is a baby face. And that's freaking awesome. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like Nakamura as a heel. I wasn't a big fan of his heel run. That's the biggest takeaway from this. Nakamura matters again. That's the biggest yeah. takeaway from this whole thing. <laughs> they, they, they care about him again. It's simple as that. They made him a baby face. Um, it seems like he'll be the next one to feud with Roman. I'm sure he won't win the title, like, but that's, that's good. I don't know why. You, you finish Raw and you're like, all right, Goldberg versus Drew. That's not a real match, but I'm sure Roman will fight Daniel Bryan or, or Kevin Owens, or it'll be a great match in, on the other end. And then it's Roman versus Adam Pierce, And it's like, Huh. I, I know. I read Adam Pierce is a, was a champion in 2014 or whatever. Wrestler. He hasn't wrestled in six years. Oh, your two title matches, a, a big four pay-per-view. Come on. It's at the very least, I am not totally upset with that aspect of it. Of like, oh, come on. We need a better title match because it's the Royal Rumble. I know. We're getting two Royal Rumble matches. I know. Otherwise, I'd 100% agree with you. Matt, in any situation, do you see – Adam Pierce winning the title. No. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but then why would they do this then? If No, I, I – let me – hear me out. Okay. As it happened, I looked at it. So, anyway, Daniel Bryan and Nakamura, they shook hands. And then Roman came out with uh, R- Roman, Jey Uso, and uh, Paul Heyman. And then while his music was still playing, that's when Adam Pierce came out. And he was like, nah, come on. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And they beat up the three of them, not Adam Pierce. The three of them beat up Nagamora. And then Jey Uso super kicked Adam Pierce. Roman bullied the referee into starting the match. And then Jey Uso put Pierce on Nakamura. Watching it, I hated it. I've thought about it for a day. Um, first off, what I still dislike, but I understand why it had to be done because of because they want Adam Pierce in this thing. Weeks and weeks of SmackDown in a row. The show has ended with Roman and Jey Uso in a two-on-one beatdown, uh, mostly of Kevin Owens. Or way back, it was Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and then Nakamura this week. The thing about Kevin Owens and nobody coming to his rescue was like, oh, well, you know, he doesn't have friends. And you can tell that story. Some people, whenever he has a tag team partner, they're like, look, man, I know what you've done to your old tag team partners. He turns on everybody. That's fine. That makes sense. Nakamura is in a current tag team. Like, how come Cesaro couldn't... Is, is he, though? Is that still a tag team? Probably. I would think so. Between Cesaro, who's in the tag team with him, and Daniel Bryan, who was just like, hey, man, great match. Like, loads of respect. The two of that, like, nobody would have let come to his aid. 
Again, I get why they didn't do it because then how do you run this Adam Pierce angle? But at some point, you need some sort of like it's gotta make sense. Like Shinsuke Nakamura has friends in in on in on television. He he always has come out with somebody. Anyway, um, the reason I don't totally hate this angle is because of what could happen. If the angle is just weeks of Adam Pierce finally being like, you know what, maybe I can beat you, and then he gets squashed, and that's it, it's bad. But Shinsuke Nakamura now has some sort of claim to being a number one contender. Maybe him and, again, maybe him and Cesaro, they do a whole thing. Maybe there's more to it. And maybe Nakamura and maybe Cesaro get a sniff of the main event. I'm not saying either of them win the title, but just to have a tag match with Roman and Jey Uso is something. I think Cesaro is not involved with this in the slightest. I think if it just continues being the the Roman people just beating up on one single person and nobody helps that person, I'm sick of that. Give me something. Give me at least Daniel Bryan helping Nakamura. That, uh, like, somebody. And that's why I like I I love I love that Shinsuke is back in like the title picture, and I've been saying like he should be in the title picture for a long time. But I still think I don't know how or why or when it'll happen. But I re- I'm still firm, firmly believing that it's going to be Roman versus The Rock and Mania. I really firmly believe that that's what's going to be because they wouldn't keep doing this. Oh, Jay. You do this, and you you're my lackey of the family. You you know I put food on the table for you. I mean they they wouldn't keep doing that because everyone everyone and their mother who watches wrestling knows that The Rock and Roman are in the same family Samoan bloodline. You know they wouldn't be keep doing this if they didn't think if you wouldn't think in the back of your mind that Roman is the I mean that The Rock is actually the big dog. The Rock is the head of the table. He's the I would I would agree with you without this current situation around the world. But at this point, I think the story is Daniel Bryan winning the Rumble and we get Roman Daniel Bryan. I, I, but I don't hate that either. I like, I love that. I think, I think that's the story and it's just how do we stall until then you throw this Adam Pierce thing in, which again goes back to, if not, goes back to raw, if not Goldberg, who's up next for McIntyre. If it wasn't Adam Pierce, who does Roman fight it? The Rumble, you had nobody. I thought when I saw the five guys in the gauntlet before the whole Pierce thing, I figured, oh, maybe they'll do a one-off with Mysterio and they'll do the family versus the family. Would have made some sense. I was afraid, sense. I was afraid they were do the one-off with Dale Bryan. I was like, this is not where I want Bryan to fight. And, and the only reason I figured maybe they won't do that, hopefully, is because they'll save that for WrestleMania, which, I, again, please be the case. Um, the thing with The Rock, where I, I think, like Matt said, I think that was even the plan at, at a point. You, you saw The Rock starting to tease a little bit. He was on, like, Smack Talk or Raw Talk, whatever the hell it's called. He was on that for a little bit. So, And then, like, he tweeted something like about Roman, like, he's keeping an eye on it. So I think it was, like, in the works, but it's really cooled off. You haven't heard much about it at all. I, there's no, I doubt there's any way they could. Not yeah. that they couldn't do it, but why would they want to do that if there's no, not going to be any fans, which right now it doesn't look like they're going to be in a, in a full stadium for sure. Maybe they'll have yeah. some fans, but it's not going to be a packed 90,000 people football. Yeah. Um, yep. Anyway, um, another couple of notes of SmackDown. So Sonya Deville's back. 
And and now it's she was talking to Adam Pierce. She might be some sort of authority figure. And a lot of people, when she came back last week and all she did was walk backstage, a lot of people on in the internet, I just read a bunch of what people had to say. She's going to win the Rumble. She's going to be the champion. Feud with Sasha. That's the Mania match. I have zero faith in them. And it's not even because, oh, I really want that. I'm just saying I have zero faith in thinking that that would be the case. Agreed. I'll, I'll one-up you. I have zero interest in that being the case. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I, right. I didn't mean faith to be like, oh, I really want it. I just couldn't think of another word. But, yeah, I don't really. I don't think. I think that for a majority of their run, the person they wanted, the person they wanted to promote in that tag team was Mandy Rose. Obviously. I don't think Sonya's good. I don't dislike Sonya, but I c- cannot see a future in the next three, four months where she is in a main event picture. If they repackaged her correctly, I mean, like, like I think if like the, she didn't even like come back like anything like different. It's the same Sonya. Like they didn't repackage her. They didn't do anything different or whatever. No, she's kind of a heel and she wears suits. It's it's different enough. I mean, I mean she wears suits anyway. It doesn't matter. It's like it's not, nothing's changed really. And you know, at least like you know, she comes back. I mean, when she first got off of on uh, SmackDown or Raw, whatever, when it first happened, it was like, oh, don't call me Sonya anymore, blah, blah, blah. So you figured she might come back with like maybe her actual name, like uh, Daria or some whatever her real name is. And just go by that, maybe, or just come by by like Sonia or something, something different. In, in more in- likely is that they would just drop one half of her name and call her Deville because that's very WWE. That's pretty gangster, actually. I actually like that name, but but you figured she come back. It, 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 you figured she come back in a different way, but no. She- did I? I didn't figure that. Did anyone? I thought she. I two, I- two beefs with this. <laughs> okay. Number one. I don't know if this is a beef or more like a. I'm re- it was more like I was shocked. Yeah, last night she mentioned the loser leaves thirty match. Like she was like, and now I'm back. Right now, back. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they, they don't do that. They don't they don't talk about the continuity bullshit when they when they're like clearly wrong about something. So I was like, huh, that's something. And the other thing is like, why in the world did she come back to SmackDown? Why is she not? I, I know Manny's on Raw. I don't care if Manny's on Raw. Like her up for Manny Rose, I guess. But I'm like, there's no one on like. I would be interested if she showed up on Raw and challenged Asuka. I don't care if she shows up on SmackDown and challenges Bailey or Sasha or like it's like you're not gonna win. You know what I mean? Like there's no she's not winning at Mania, she's not winning at the Rumble. She's like there's not she's not happening. At the very least, I think um, you gotta see what happens with this story. Is she gonna be some sort of GM? Is it gonna fall flat? And she's just gonna be generic heel woman in the division. Um. Otherwise, right now, I don't really have any interest. I would, I would like, I want to be interested in Sonya Deville. I do. Right now, I'm not. I agree, and like, but again, like you, like you mentioned, she just came back on all SmackDown. Why not just wait the three weeks and just come back at the Rumble? Like, like it doesn't make any sense, especially when you know you, you, especially when we all know that the women's Rumble, it's usually, it's like, it's like. Like fifty percent uh main roster women, like thirty percent NXT women, and then twenty percent legends. You know, no, they last year they had 30, right. they had thirty employed people. 
You're right. No, you're you're absolutely right. But still, though, it's like, oh, make it a make it a surprise, you know, that she's gonna come back at the Rumble. Now it's like, oh, you figure a couple of legends, probably Molina comes back at the Rumble since we saw her on Legends Night. Maybe, maybe like Eva Marie, who's rumored to be coming back. Eva Marie, maybe Candice Michelle, who was rumored to be on the Raw. So. But that wasn't that wasn't to wrestle. That was just to stand there like Tori Wilson and be like, "Hey, look, look at me." Um, it two years. Has it only been Oscar? three? Years. It was Oscar, Becky, Charlotte. Becky, yeah. How did I forget Becky? Okay. And it, but again, um, even with that though, it's like you want to see someone else win the Rumble, not like the three best wrestlers in the company. Like Becky, I understood winning the Rumble. Charlotte, it should have been it should have been Shayna. Wait, no. Do I have the Do I have those mixed up? No, it should have been Shayna. Yeah, it should have been Shayna. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, Clem, because the Royal Rumble, if you look at the Men's Royal Rumble, there's been 30-plus, and is that right? 25-plus? I don't know. I, I'm trying 88 Big John Stud, um, Hacks Legend Duggan won, Big John Stud won the year. So 88, is that 30-plus years? 32. Yeah, that's 30-plus years. Um, and you have the biggest names in the company's history. You have Hulk Hogan multiple times. You have Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels multiple times. Triple H, John Cena, Batista, Orton. You have the biggest names in the company's history. And you're starting this women's rumble. Obviously, you're 30 years behind. But you need to build it up. Why is it legitimate? Obviously, the Royal Rumble name stands on its own. But, oh, former rumble winners, Asuka, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. That's a big deal. You know what I mean? If it was just, oh look, I'm trying like I'm trying to think of somebody stupid, but it's a it's oh look, you know Alexa Bliss won. That's that's cool. She's a multi-time champion, but she's not the three top. You know what I mean? Every every sign and indication screams Shayna Baszler should win this match, and they like then Charlotte. It was. It's like Cena. LOL. Charlotte won. It was a swerve. It was a swerve for the sake of swerving. It yeah, was also to get, it was to get Charlotte in the NXT title picture with Rhea Ripley. It's for her credentials to say she's a, a Royal Rumble winner. Exactly, and that's again another reason why the Becky and the Oscar won that because so they can throw it on a resume. But it made sense when Becky and Oscar won. It didn't make. They just gave it to Charlotte to give it to Charlotte. Now, do you think? But see, no, but they because otherwise, how would they have put her in that story in NXT? They could have done that a different way. Done yeah. We could have done. She she's Charlotte. But it was she seamless was like that. She could have just went and said, "Hey, you know." Yeah, you could have. Yeah, been, like, like, been booked well. Like Rhea, like came to Raw and like Charlotte didn't know what she wanted. It, it wasn't like uh, oh, that yeah. was master booking. Like they didn't know what they were doing. Actually, made no. But it, if you look at it in the eyes of the characters, it made sense for Rhea Ripley. She booked herself onto WrestleMania. No, oh, she was. Like, hey, you should challenge me because then I'll have a WrestleMania match. No, yeah, exactly. But again, Charlotte didn't need to win the Rumble to go challenge Rhea. Of course so. not. Sure. Um, that I agree with. Uh, I think that that story goes full circle this year. I still am firmly a believer that Rhea Ripley wins this year's Royal Rumble. Full-time call-up. And at some point before Mania, Charlotte wins the Raw Women's title. So you can get Rhea Ripley's win back at Mania. I, I don't Six segue. Oh, what do you got before my sixth segue? No, I was just saying, I don't hate that. I don't hate, All right. so, I don't hate Rhea winning the Rumble. I don't hate Bianca winning the Rumble. I think I still think Ronda might win the Rumble. So, Gross. Breaking up my sixth seg- six segue was Clem, but 
moving to NXT, the first two things I want to talk about, the two matches where the loser is a rumored call-up. First, Cross beats Priest. Raquel Gonzalez beats Rhea Ripley. We'll start with Cross and Priest. I've been saying it for weeks. Cross is good, but he's not a monster. He doesn't wrestle like a monster. Um, I enjoyed the match. And the rumor was last, a couple weeks ago, Damian Priest was going to get called up to SmackDown and be friends with Kevin Owens to take on Roman and Jey Uso. And Kevin Owens and he like, he was there ready to go. And Kevin Owens and Roman were like, this doesn't make any sense. No sense. (laughs) Kevin Owens was like, I don't know him. Like we don't know each other. We're not actually friends. There's plenty of people who I actually have history with. You can tell this story with for this guy to just show up and get beat up by Roman and Jey Uso makes no sense for him. And shout out for caring enough to do that. Cause that's my job to complain about after the fact. (laughs) They went out there and they were like, guys, this makes no freaking sense. And they're like, oh, you're right. We'll just scrap the debut. So I think that he's set for Raw is the rumor. Uh, And Daniel Bryan has been campaigning to get him on SmackDown. Uh, I think we see him at the Rumble probably. It's probably the next time we see him. And then either the Raw after or the SmackDown after heading into a break, they're like, and guess what we have next? Newest Raw superstar, Damian Priest, live on the USA Network. You know, something like that. And that's yeah. how he debuts. And then he has a feud with, like, The Miz or something. I could see him, like, if they care about him. We're not sure if they care about him yet. If they care about him, like, entering the Rumble at, like, 13 or 14, like, being in, like, the, the last four and, like, being thrown being, out. Like, Final four, then he gets eliminated. Yeah, like yeah, have like have a strong outing in the rumble, definitely. And then it's like, okay, yeah, you're not gonna win, but like, like six or seven eliminations and make him look good. Yeah, definitely- and then the other one, and then the other one, Raquel Gonzalez, who's a freaking beast. Yeah, Rhea Ripley in the Last Woman Standing. Again, I think we don't see Rhea till the Rumble. She, not only does she debut, she wins. That's what I think. Really? Um, I like that. I don't hate that idea. But I feel like, you know, Bianca, Rhea, there's the Lacey Evans even. They build Lacey up for the past. Well, not now. I mean, they're making her slutting it up with Rick. But, I mean. Rhea, Rhea's got to be on the short list of winners. Before. Realistically, at this point, I think you have Rhea Ripley. I think you have Bianca. Mm-hmm. You have Bailey uh, Charlotte. Bailey, Bailey Charlotte. I guess Ronda. And I'll throw Becky at the back of that list just because who knows. Um, not, that I, not that I think she will win the Rumble, not that I think she'll be in the Rumble, but I would not be surprised if she was in the Royal Rumble. Um, I'll be, I'll be just rolling around. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned the Cruiserweight title match before. Santos Escobar beat Grand Metalik. I really like Grand Metalik. Um, Lindsay Dorado was wearing Power Rangers Megazord gear. Awesome. Super cool. Um, with the with the uh, cruiserweight title, I don't watch much of the cruiserweight stuff. But is it is it just Escobar that that's the title, or does De- Jordan Devlin also still have the title? Or like the- so Jordan Devlin was the cruiserweight champion. Then the pandemic started. He was stuck in the UK, still okay. stuck in the UK, and so they did the NXT interim cruiserweight title tournament. And then after a while, Escobar won. After a while, they dropped the interim title, the interim name, and just called him the Cruiserweight Champion. Okay. But then NXT UK started up again, and Jordan Devlin's like, nah, I'm the champion. But neither of them referenced the other, which is weird. At some point, you got to think they'll have a blow-off when they can come yeah. together, they'll have that match. All right. 
Uh, that yeah, because I was I was confused. I was just a little bit confused about that. But I like Escobar. He's been doing good stuff on uh, from what I've seen. Yeah, he's he's very good. I I like him a lot. Um, they did the Gargano stuff. It looks like Kushida is going to be his next challenger, which is very fun. Um, and then the big one, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly again in the main event. Balor gets another win. You know what I love about Finn Balor? Why I think he's one of the best in the company, one of the best around today is that he can he adapts to the style of whoever he's working. Mm-hmm. He can do a little flippy shit, cruiserweight style stuff. He can brawl with a bigger guy. Or you see him get in the ring with Kyle O'Reilly and they have a technical clinic. And you saw it last time they had the match in August, I guess it was. That was the last time Balor wrestled. He has this match. He wins with the submission. He's the man. Yeah, it's awesome. That's not that's not news. Like we know how amazing Finn is. I really want him back on Raw or SmackDown because I obviously care more about those shows than NXT. But it doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon. And the the Kyle O'Reilly story I've really enjoyed. Um, at this point, it's kind of just him proving that he's main event worthy. He has. Can he win the big one? We'll continue to see. But uh, you got to think. What's up, Colin? I think he's injured now, right? They both got hurt again. I don't know how hurt they are. Um, like they both went to the hospital after. Yeah, from, from what I was reading, is it seems that uh, Finn's injury might not be too serious, but it's I I, don't, I forgot what it was, but it seemed like uh, Kyle O'Reilly maybe had like a somewhat serious injury. So, Dude, Finn, Finn is always hurt, man. <laughs> he, he's been getting hurt a decent amount. Um, so he retains the NXT title. You got to think that Cross coming back, getting a win over Priest, he's next in line. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I'm I don't know if it's too on the nose or I don't know if I'm way out of left field. I can't decide. But I think that what's gonna happen here is you're gonna get that match at the WrestleMania takeover. I would like to see because Cross is the monster, he's this big mythical guy. What if Finn brings back the demon? You know I've been advocating. Are you done with carrying cross then? Well, that's the thing. I feel like if he's the demon, he's got to win. He has to win, exactly. Right. So I, I personally think that they're better off if Finn beats him or if he just never gets the match cross and he just goes straight to the main roster. They obviously like him a lot. If they just put the big guy on the main roster instead of using him at NXT, he's not a younger guy. Just bring him right to the main roster. Yeah, but don't, do you think if they do that, then it's a, a case of like, oh, we we signed him just to sign him, like like an EC3 kind of thing? Or no, 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 they like him. The difference with EC3, they signed him just to sign him. Karrion Cross, they love. Okay. Look at his entrance. Nobody has had something like that since a Bray Wyatt, a Finn Balor. They are invested in him to the fullest. I'm just saying that does he stick around in NXT, try to win the title back? They could just shoot him up to the main roster. They could. Anyway, I would personally like to see Demon Finn Balor beats Karrion Cross, like Cross weeks and weeks of, you know, he entices the fiend, the fiends, Jesus, the, the demon out of him. Uh, you know, he just pokes him and pokes him. He, he can't take it anymore. Demon comes out, beats Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross leaves NXT because guess what? It wouldn't hurt him on the main roster because they wouldn't talk about it. Right now, if Karrion 
Cross lost to the Demon, they wouldn't say, oh, here's Karrion Cross. Last week, he lost his match. No, they'd be like, he's a monster. He's a wrecking machine. Now, do you think if and when Finn drops the title, he goes back up to the main roster? I don't know. I, I, it's possible that he did, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he was just like, hey, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. feel like you have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, you think Finn's in the Rumble? He could be. You and they go, oh, look, it's Finn Balor, the NXT champion, yada, yada, yada. Has a really good showing, loses. Yeah, but I, I feel like, you know, why, why, why book him double duty for that weekend if he's been getting injured this much recently? Well, they're not doing a takeover with the Rumble. Oh, they're not. They're doing, I think they said it's on Valentine's Day, the next one, is what I read. Oh, okay. So, maybe, so okay. Then, I, then I could see it. I mean, if I had to make early predictions from who NXT is going to be in the Rumble, I think it's going to be Priest, obviously, I think is one. Um, maybe Gargano again. Maybe even Champa. Champa, maybe, yeah, considering it's in Florida, so he doesn't. it's not like he has to travel far. Right. Um, and also, his match got scrapped, the fight pit with Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher got hurt. So they didn't do the match. I'm sure they'll do it at some point when they're healthy enough to do so. Um, yeah. Uh, Priest, I think, is a definite. Gargano, you can't go wrong with. Um, Adam Cole, maybe. You know who I wouldn't hate to see in the Rumble from NXT? Bronson Reed. They haven't shown him much. but Because he kind of just came back. Yeah. Um, he's, he's all right. Yeah. I, I, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, when he had the when they had the ladder match for the wow. North American title, he showed a lot. I I was like, wow, this guy can is fucking. And he had uh, he had the Bam Bam Bigelow gear, so I popped for that. Um, so that's other other than that for NXT, they're bringing back the Dusty Classic. They're also doing a women's Dusty Classic. Um, moving on, last thing I really want to talk about the ending of AEW this week. Kenny Omega. Ray Phoenix had an early contender for match of the year on live television. And then Gallows and Anderson from Impact Wrestling, they have, I believe, next weekend is the match on Impact's pay-per-view, where it's Gallows and Anderson with Kenny Omega, the six-man tag, three of them versus Rich Swan, the Impact champion, and the Motor City Machine Guns. Um so Gals and Anderson finally show up at Impact. The three of them, well, because John Moxley came out with the barbed wire bat. He starts taking out Mox uh, Omega. Gals and Anderson come out. The three of them totally beat down Moxley. Some guys on the uh, ringside, they try to help him out. Then the Young Bucks finally come out. And it looked like they were going to start a feud maybe against Kenny. They all too sweet in the middle of the ring the band is back together. I love it. This is awesome. This is very, very cool. Yeah, because this is, that's basically everyone in the Bullet Club minus AJ, Finn, and Adam Cole, right? No. Oh, who else? Um, There are loads of people who are still in Japan who haven't left. Yeah, I was going to say, I know. Um, As for the people in America, yeah. Um, Cody was in the Bullet Club with them, but he's doing his own thing. And Hangman, who obviously is out of the elite. Um, and that's the most interesting part for me is that 
you have such an opportunity to build this long story of Hangman being the one that finally beats Kenny and gets back at his old friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I hope is the deal that could happen a year from now. But the big news, Bullet Club is back together. I love. Uh, I don't know if they're calling themselves the Bullet Club because they made a they made a point not to say Bullet Club, not to say too sweet, which is funny because and Jericho was on commentary, and lately, especially in the the Brody Lee tribute show, uh, two now two dynamites ago, which we didn't get a chance to talk about, incredible, loved every second of it. Um, he was very in Jericho on commentary. He's very inside baseball, brings up things he probably shouldn't. But never said Bullet Club, never said too sweet. Oh, that's that's the sign that they do. You know, the famous hand sign. The band is back together. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to call themselves. But it's, it's, it's the Bullet Club. That's what it is. If it's Bullet Club US, whatever. Why is it's, he on commentary now, Jericho? Uh, every now and then they have my commentary. Okay. Is, is, there, any, is there any reason why they're avoiding using saying too sweet in the bullet club or is that just like news that well, the reason they don't say too sweet the reason they haven't done the too sweet since 2017 is wwe sent them a cease and desist yeah, it's illegal stuff oh boo oh and, and now that they did that people are like wait didn't they have a cease and desist and then tamatanga who's a guy in japan who was a member of the bullet club still is tweeted something he was like yeah i remember that lie so people were like, did the Young Bucks work everybody and make this up? Um, I just read their book a couple of weeks ago, the Young Bucks. They talk about the cease and desist. Um, I think it's legitimate. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they just said, F it, we'll pay the fine. <laughs> but Well, I mean, you got to imagine that maybe there have been deals being worked out between WWE and AEW because as as of like, well, I was saying as of recently, Cody just got his name back. He's not using it, obviously, but he. he No, he is using it. He's using it. I thought it was just still Cody. I've I've he's been been Cody Rhodes, but I can't imagine that the WWE would make a deal with AEW to benefit AEW. There's no way. Especially the oh no, I I I I I get it, but I was just like maybe they're just like Cody got his, got his name back, so maybe like or like some sort of minor thing that because like that's something that doesn't totally matter either way. He's the same guy. He's still Cody. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, this is a much bigger deal. Okay. Um, Wednesday is appointment television this week. The second night of New Year's. New Year's Smash on Dynamite and Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Kenny Omega, the original elite, they are reuniting in a six-man tag. They haven't announced who they're wrestling, but that's exciting. You would imagine it's probably John Moxley, Ray Fe- not Ray Phoenix. No, 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 not yet. They'll have some sort of squash. All right. Well, I, I-, I think in my head, I think the – overarching story here i think the match that you end up happening if they could even do blood and guts which was their war games match they were going to do last february that they never got to do mm-hmm. or last march rather because oh. of covid um or if they do a big 10 man you have kenny the young bucks gals and anderson and if you have some sort of team the five guys i happen to pick out if you go hangman moxley cody darby allen 
I think are the big four guys. You think and Cody, then would you say Clem? I would say you think Cody goes against his boys though, like Yeah, because he's he hasn't really done anything with them on screen. True. Um so if you go and then Darby's with Cody, Hangman and Moxley obviously have their gripes, and then a fifth spot to be determined if it's some sort of big name. Um, I think that might be cool. That's probably what they're going to plan on doing. Otherwise, um, that's all I got. So is, so is, so is Impact much must-watch TV on Tuesdays now? Um, I don't watch it. I just watch whatever Kenny Omega or the Good Brothers did. I just watch their segment. Okay. Because otherwise, it's still the same show. Okay. Um, but I'm going to try – if I can, I'm going to try to watch the main event of their pay-per-view. But I can't imagine a way for me to do that without paying for the pay-per-view, which I don't plan on doing. My next question is going to be how long before Kenny takes the title from Rich Swan? Um, I think that's a possibility. Maybe then pay-per-view after that, maybe a couple weeks. Maybe he wrestles on Impact. I don't know. But I mean, you got to imagine they do like, oh, title for title match and – it's possible if they want to go down that route, but they also may not because now it might just be, oh, Bull Club's back together. Kenny's on top of the world with his friends instead of has all the titles. This is great. I love it. I, like, I'm very like, – like, I never experienced the Bullet Club when they were in New Japan or anything like that because I just started recently getting into like indie wrestling. And now that I'm like – they're forming back up. I'm like, I'm, I'm all for this. Like, I love it. It's, it's very exciting. Um. So for AEW, that's all I got. Anything else you guys have before we hop on out of here? Um, my biggest takeaway was Lacey Evans is being used. She's being used as a Charlotte's stepmom, but she's being used. Mark, I hate to say it. You may be bordering. You're not there yet. You're bordering on claim Nikki Cross territory. Yeah, no. We're close. Um, <laughs> I think Lacey is just like insanely I, – I think – I don't want to discredit Nikki Cross here. She's really good too, but I think there's no reason why Lacey Evans is not a champion and like one of at the, least a former champion. One of the pillars of like the women's division. Like I'm not even she's, I think she's that good and like I don't know. It's like yeah, no, Mark, you're absolutely right. And it's the same. It's the same thing with Nikki Cross to an extent. I love how this is how we're closing the show. And there you go. <laughs> so it is to an extent because you have good wrestling. At least Lacey too. You know, Lacey built her. She built her name up on Raw and on SmackDown. She's looked great in her matches. And Lacey has the look, too. She looks like Charlotte. Why isn't she? Why doesn't she matter? She's blonde. Clem out here like, yeah, Mark, your favorite wrestler is good, but my favorite wrestler is also good. But at least, like, you know, they gave Nikki some title shots back in November, I think. Multiple-time tag team champion. No, I'm talking about like, she gave, they gave him title shots. Oh, I know. Shots. He was yeah. involved with Bailey and, yeah. Which were good matches, too. Like, so it's just, but at least like give at least give Lacey a title. Hey, you know? give Divas a chance. Yeah, Evolution, baby. He's Evolution. wearing his Evolution shirt. Clem was at the show and he booed. Yeah, I booed the shit out of Nikki Bella. I would, boo- and then I got into it with a six-year-old, and we we were going he back. Was like, let's go, Nikki, and he was like, "Let's go, Ronda." <laughs> Honestly, side note, there were some weird people at that show. I mean, I saw dudes dress up like Becky Lynch and 
and Nikki Bella. I was like, oh, what, 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 what did I get into here? Like, <laughs> Clem, Clem, can I tell you something? You're the weird guy. I probably am the weird guy. Honestly. You're the weird guy. Uh, not, <laughs> not <laughs> just you. You might be. Um, <laughs> with that, I feel as though that is a better way than any to close us out for this week. Royal Rumble coming up. I believe there's what two episodes of Raw and SmackDown to go, maybe three. The thirty first. There are three weeks of television left. Royal Rumble is on the thirty first, the day after my birthday. Hint, hint. Um, Royal Rumble coming up. You want uh, us to get you something for your birthday? That's the second time you dropped your birthday. Like, no, nah, the first time we weren't on the air yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I'm just... Clint, Clint, we'll text about when we're getting mad for his birthday. You're just talking, dude. Don't get me anything. I don't need that. No, you I need, need a gift, bro. That, we, the phenomenal form wouldn't be a thing without you. You want like a James Wiseman jersey, you were saying, right? Dude, rookie of the year. Here we go. Look at this shirt I'm wearing. Hey, Lamella. Former uh, three-time NBA champions. Back-to-back uh, 17 and 18, whatever. Kevin Durant. Six-time NBA champions in total. The Golden State Warriors. Anyway... I'm Matt Weinstein. Joining me each and every week, Chris Klim, big homie Mark Sanger. We thank you, and we'll see you next week right here, nowhere else than the Phenomenal Forum.